0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Mother Where Art Thou, where we talk about mom life and everything else between. Uh, Being a mom is hard sometimes, and we have to stay together and root for each other. Um, So it's just going to be me during this episode today, and I just wanted to talk about life as a mom with chronic pain, uh, because I do suffer with chronic pain. Um, I'm a mom of two, living life with it every single day, and I have herniated disc, herniated disc in my cervical spine c5 Um, and my doctor also found some arthritis in my spine as well which i've yet to see a rheumatologist about that Um, i need to do that as soon as i have the time um let's see So I know a lot of people that deal with chronic pain uh, and a lot of moms who also deal with chronic pain and anyone who has it can understand when I say that chronic pain makes day-to-day life difficult. You never know how you're going to feel when you wake up. A good day costs me a bad day. On bad days I leave behind housework that needs to be done but I don't have the physical strength to do any of it. And people don't understand your pain unless they themselves live with chronic pain. Um, Chronic pain can take away from my parenting time. And that hurts. That hurts me and that hurts my kids. And I feel guilty a lot of the time. But for the most part, I mean, like, I can't really beat myself up over it too much. um, Because it is something that is out of my control. And, um... I just I feel bad and I just have to remember that you know I have to remember it's out of my control I can only do so much and I can't push myself too hard and if I don't say I'm in pain to my loved ones they won't know that I'm in pain and I push my limits and agree to do things that might increase that pain and trying to live with it and hide it from others only does more harm to me. Trying to find pain relief in homeopathic medicine is hard um, because I'm in recovery. And a lot of people, for a lot of people, homeopathic recovery works for them, like say if they take CBD oil and I know it works and I believe in it, that it works and I believe in it. Um, However, I am a recovering addict and I just try to do things that I know works best for me. Um, And for me, that is doing things that are going to help me stay on track with my recovery. And don't get me wrong, I don't think, you know... CBD or smoking weed is like a bad thing if that's your advice that's your advice but for me I I just need to be aware that I'm gonna have to deal with my pain in um another way um I've tried steroid injections I've had one in my c5 and so far I do feel less pain uh it's not completely gone but it is much better and I'd say the results from the the injection vary from person to person so I've heard. Physical therapy is helpful. Physical therapy has been very helpful, however, it is painful. Um, And I learned techniques and exercises that I didn't know before, which is nice. And it's recommended to do those exercises daily, which I fall short of. And I don't do my exercises daily like I should. And I can feel the pain when I don't. um, And that sucks. Um, And so my goal is to try and remember to do those exercises at least once a day. You know, if not once every other day. For me, that's more realistic than once a day. But um, I, I try and my goal is to continue to try doing that. Um, I love hot saunas. The hot sauna is a huge relief for me. It helps with inflammation and relaxing. I love after a good workout to go into the hot sauna. And that, it just feels so good. Um, of course, when you... When you use hot saunas, it's, it's really good and best for you and your health to make sure you're drinking lots and lots of water before and after. Um, so I would even say during, um, turmeric. Turmeric is something that I've tried. Um, I feel like it helps a little bit. I don't, it's hard to tell, but, um, I can, I... I think it's more so like I'm mentally putting it in my head like that it's going to help and so it probably does. Um, I don't know, but I've tried it and I like it. It's known to help aid in inflammation and you can cook with you can cook with it. You can drink turmeric tea. You can put it in your smoothies or you can add it to the handful of multivitamins you take daily. Um, that's what I did. I've also tried cooking with it and I've tried the tea, but eh... I'd much rather it in vitamin form to be honest Um, it is a very strong uh, Bold flavor if you've never had turmeric. It's uh, like a yellow powder Um, and it's it's um, Like turn your food or your tea like a yellow color, but it has a very very unique taste to it Some like it some people really like it. I would just much rather take it in a vitamin form so, yeah, any kind of pain relief I can get, I try and take advantage of. And I'm, I'm usually open to trying a lot of different things. Um, there's some things that I've wanted to try that I haven't yet. One is, I would say, acupuncture. I've that is, I guess, homeopathic, I guess you would say, but, um, I've heard great things about acupuncture, I am a little, like, freaked out with the idea of it, but, um, I have been wanting to try it, I've also been wanting to try, I'm um, like, hi- hypnotize, like, hypnotization, I guess, to, like, I guess, rewire my brain, I guess that would do, I've wanted to try that, and you know, I've, I've been told to consider going to see a chiropractor regularly, but honestly, I haven't had the best experience with chiropractic care, Um, and one of them, and I'll just share that story actually uh, real quick as to why I'm a little turned off by going to the chiropractic, the chiropractor, one, the idea of someone cracking my bones freaks me out especially when they get to cracking your neck that terrifies me um and two so recently not too long ago I wanted to know what was causing my pain right and this was before I even knew I had a herniated disc in my neck and so um I went to a um a chiropractor, and I'm not going to name the name of the company, but it was right around the corner from my house, and so I went there, and um, they took x-ray, and, you know, they felt around all my, like, neck and my back and everything like that, um, and had, had, like, me bend over to see, like, I guess if I had scoliosis, they um, did some exercises to see, like, um, what, like, my uh, limitations are as far as, like, lifting and stretching and things like that, And so, um, I got a call back from the chiropractor there and, um, she had said that she wanted me to come in. She wanted me to, you know, like bring my husband with me, I guess, for like a support or whatever. And I was like really freaking out because I'm like, okay, this is strange because, you know, I just kind of thought you would be like, all right, yeah, like we can do some adjustments and da, 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 da. Um, so like I was just kind of freaked out like why is she asking me to bring my husband like that was strange and so like when I got there first of all it was like this pitch of like selling me like a plan of like treat like a treatment plan which was expensive that my insurance would only cover so much of and that was ridiculous But what really terrified me was this chiropractor told me um, that I had degenerative disc disease. And um, to hear that was a little terrifying because she said that, like, if I don't take care, if I don't do something about it, she said I had stage two degenerative disc disease. And so she said, if I don't take care of it, if I don't do something about it, you know, in the future when I grow older, I could end up like in a wheelchair like that's how much pain and my um limited you know my being limited and walking would put me in a wheelchair like I'm like still stunned just right now talking about it because it was terrifying to hear that like I was 27 when I heard that like a 20 and she even said like you don't really normally see that in 27 year olds and so like I left that appointment crying and just Terrified and I didn't know what to think and I was about to like pay this This place like three thousand dollars. I mean like for her to do some treatment on me And so I called my aunt she was like I really think that you need to get a second opinion from like an orthopedic surgeon I was like yeah, you're right. I'm not paying this much money for a chiropractor like that's insane Um and so, that's what I did. I went to an orthopedic surgeon, and um, he took some x-rays, and when he took an x-ray, he, he said to me that he didn't see degenerative disc disease in me at all. Um, so, that was, like, a huge relief, but at that point, I was like, okay, well then, what's causing my pain? Like, why am I always in so much pain? So, he had suggested that I take a, get an MRI, and so... I did and when I got the MRI he found a, um, herniated, di- a herniated disc in my C5 and some arthritis in, in my spine like onset arthritis in my spine so um, as you know it wasn't like the greatest news you know because I still had something that was causing my pain but at the same time like it was a relief to know that it was something that I could manage. Um, So, if you're dealing with chronic pain and you don't know why, I would suggest, you know, going to a professional, like, orthopedic surgeon or, you know, like, somebody who deals with, like, looking at the inside of, you know, like, don't just go to... My point is, don't just go to a chiropractor and take their word for it. <laughs> that's my, that's my point. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was it was a huge relief. Um, and so yeah, that's when I started physical therapy, and um, he gave me some muscle relaxers, non um, non-addicting muscle relaxers, and eh. I don't really care for them that much. I don't really feel like they do that well of a job, really. But the physical therapy is what I would say helped the most. Because, like, repositioning, like, retraining my neck and, like, reposition, repositioning my posture, all of that helps. Um, and so chronic pain, it affects my everyday-to-day life. You know, it doesn't have to affect my happiness. Um, but it was. It was affecting it was affecting my happiness it was affecting my joy in life and because doing things like active with my kids or whatever what have you like that made me feel miserable physically and so mentally i would feel like it just exhausted and sad that i couldn't keep up with my kids um and even though i deal with the dull aches and burning sensations the sharp shooting pain that run down my arm the annoyance of having to support my arm while putting makeup on um, or doing my hair, you know, which that was a, a like a real annoying thing for me because I like to do my makeup and I like to do my hair and it was hard, like every time, like anytime I wanted to do my makeup or to do my hair, like I had to accept the fact that it was going to be painful, like I shouldn't have to accept the fact that doing my hair and my makeup is going to be painful at 27, 28 years old. That's insane, you know? I'm still young. Um, And having to make sure that my kids get the attention they deserve when mom's having a bad pain day, like, that was important for me. Like, I, even though I was in pain, even though I knew in the back of my mind that, like, doing these physical activities with them, or like roughhousing with them, or like, you know, whatever have you, like doing basic stuff, you know, picking my son up, you know, picking my daughter, whatever, like I had to just like accept and deal with the fact that even though I'm in pain, that I still have to give my kids the attention that they deserve, um, And it it was hard. So even though I deal with these things daily, I'm adamant on making sure that I don't give it the power to take over my life. Um, And if I must fight through the pain, then I'm fighting. You know, like that's all that I can do. And the result of doing that is my overall happiness is not affected. You know, like I can still be happy. You know. And that's because I'm fighting, I'm fighting through it, you know, it's still there, but I'm fighting through it, I've learned to ice my neck, I've learned, I've learned to, um, you know, do my exercises if I'm in pain or whatever, um, the fact is, I'm probably going to deal with that and those symptoms the rest of my life. And I can either complain about it and let it take away time with my kids, or I can do something about it. And when my kids see me in pain, that's all they see. You know, they don't know or understand why I'm in pain. And if I complain, moan, and groan, and abuse pain medication, my children only see that. That's all they see. They don't see the pain. They don't see the restrictions that mom has. They don't see the chronic illness and the pain for what it is. They only see the management of that pain. And that's why the way I deal with my chronic pain is crucial. You know, not only for my benefit, but for my family's benefit as well. And I'm a huge, huge believer in this because from my experience, I've seen firsthand what chronic pain can do when it's not managed appropriately. My mom was a dancer and she danced for a long time on point and she suffered from osteoporosis, um, arthritis, bad knees. She had two full knee replacements when I was like, I think I was like a freshman in high school or something. Um, She also had herniated discs along with other illnesses. That caused, you know, p- types of pain. And I watched my mom eat unhealthy. I watched her abuse her medications. I watched her complain and moan and groan. I watched her stay in bed days on end. I watched the pain of all her ailments take full control of her life. And, you know, my mom was an addict, she suffered. She suffered for a long, long time from emotional trauma and physical trauma, but that's all I saw as a kid. That is all I saw, you know? All I saw was the negative effects that all of those traumas and those pains and aches caused her, you know? and I didn't see the diagnosis and I didn't see the medical terms for each of her conditions let alone like even understand any of them and any of the pain she felt dealt with like all I saw was the management of that pain and I became you know watching her like that was normal behavior for me and that was how you dealt with things like that's what I saw and that's what I believed and it was normal and I became an addict I mean I think I've always at heart you know when I was born I felt different I always you know was you know acting out and what have you I was born an addict I believe and I became a full-blown addict at 16 years old um self medicated and I complained about all my problems and so I self medicated even more and that's what I saw so naturally that's what I did and it wasn't my normal that was my normal and that's what I did our children see everything we do everything and they see the things you would think don't even matter they see everything and I know we will never be perfect and we can't shelter y'all we can't we just can't shelter our kids from everything even though we so desperately want to protect them in that way but we can at least protect them from the things that we have control of you know and if you are someone who suffers from a chronic illness or pain of any kind my suggestion would be like seek healthy ways to cope Work out, aid inflammation, take hot baths, join support groups. Be honest about when you're in pain and you need the extra help. You know, be honest. You know, if your family or your significant other or your kids ask you to do something that you feel is going to cause you more pain like tell them I'm in too much pain today to do that can we try something else or I don't know if I'm able to to pick that up you know I think it'll it'll hurt me more so than um anything else you know like be honest about that trust me trust me a million times over when I say like being honest about the pain and when you're in pain is so worth it it is so worth it for you and your family I promise. And um I don't know. I I just know that it's worked for me. And when I started to become like when I started to be honest with my husband um I don't know, it just it I just felt less of a burden and I felt, I felt stronger, you know, I felt stronger by just being honest about my pain, my chronic pain, and, um, there's so much that I want to do that I know that I physically can't do, um, and not even that I can't really it's just I shouldn't you know because if I do and I do it wrong it can make things worse or I mean just putting that amount of pressure on me physically can just make my pain worse and at this point I'm managing it like I feel so much better than the day I walked into that chiropractor office way better I feel so much better I have tools in my toolbox on how to deal and cope with my chronic pain um, and it's changed my life you know I don't I don't have to take I don't have to take ibuprofen if I don't want to you know I don't have to take a muscle relaxer if I don't want to I don't have to take a pain pill you know I don't have to do those things now I will say if I'm, you know, like recently I had my wisdom teeth pulled and they prescribed me pain medication and I'm sorry, I'm going to take my pain medication before when someone pulls and yanks teeth out of my mouth. Like, that's different, <laughs> you know? But I don't, be, I'm, I've found ways to, to, you know, cope. And it's helped to not, it's helped me to not, like, abuse them. And that's also because of my recovery program. And, um... Yeah, I mean, even though I have restrictions on the type of physical things that I do or, like, how I handle my daily-to-day tasks, even though I have those restrictions, I don't let it control my life and I don't let it control my relationship with my kids, you know? But, however, I will also say that that's that's not every single day, you know, like, there are days where I am laid on the couch, I am laid up in fetal position, hurting, you know, like, I can't do anything, and honestly, like, when that happens, like, I can't really say this to my my 10-month-old, but, like, when I am laid up on the couch or in pain or whatever, and my daughter... It's like wondering why. I tell her, I say, you know, I'm honest with her. You know, baby, I'm sorry that I know that you wanna do, you know, this, this, and that, but I'm really in a lot of pain today. Can we just like watch a movie or something, you know? Um, And she she, she doesn't understand understand, but she understands that mommy would much rather watch a movie than do something physical. Um, that's just because I'm honest with her about it and I'm not complaining about her wanting me to do something that I know I can't do. I'm not moaning, I'm not groaning about about it. I'm not like why don't you understand? Like can't you get like you know like she's five. I have to be gentle with her. As much as I have to be gentle with myself and my chronic pain. Um, so yeah. I just wanted to share that with you. And I've been wanting to do an episode on chronic pain for a while now. And just kind of share my experience with living life as a mom with chronic pain. I know that there are moms out there with way worse off conditions than mine. Um, and they you know... They are killing it as moms. Like they're doing a bomb ass job as moms, even with the conditions that they have. Um, but this is just my experience um, with dealing with chronic pain as a mom. So I just wanted to share that with all of you guys. So thank you, thank you for listening. Um, and so, just a few announcements. Um, I was just recently a guest on a discussion panel um, recovery podcast called clean dreams and you can find the podcast at cleandreams.us that's www.cleandreams.us and it is a recovery podcast so if you are struggling with um, alcoholism or addiction of any kind like and you just need some experience strength and hope Cleandreams.us is a really awesome um, podcast with a lot, a lot, a lot of solution um, in recovery. And there's discussion panels, they're like on topics, you know, of any kind that, that are in regards to recovery. There's speakers who share their story and their journey from what it was like, what got them, you know, how they were as an alcoholic and addict and what life is like today and how they got to their life, like, how their life is like today, how they got there. So, like, their journey, you know, so you hear their story from start to finish. Um, and it's so, so cool, you know. And if you feel like you're alone in this, I swear to you, put on one of those speakers and listen to their story, and find something that you can relate to in that story, and I promise you, I promise you will not feel alone, um, and let's see what else, so, uh, so Mother Where Art Thou, I have posted a few new blog posts, one on, um, hobbies, finding, like, if you're a new mom finding a hobby or even if you're not a new mom if you're a mom in general and like you know you're doing you're doing and you're doing for others in your family like finding something that's just for you and how important that is and like you can find that in hobbies you know what I mean I've found that in hobbies this podcast y'all this podcast is one of my hobbies and like you know like this is something for me but I'm also giving back so that's cool too Um, let's see yeah so I posted a few new blog posts I posted a few um, I posted like one other episode recently on just like kind of updating you guys where I was and where I am in this whole moving process of me moving from Georgia to Charleston, South Carolina and it being like my first real big move Um, so those are good listenings and um, readings so check those out and if you have any topic discussions or if you want to be a part of Mother Where Art Thou podcast if you want to get on this podcast and share your story or just discuss something that you feel like is you know needing to be discussed in the world of being a mom um, email me at m W-A-T podcast at gmail.com. And check out our Facebook page, Mother Where Art Thou? Let's see. Oh, also, big news, big news, y'all. I am so excited about this. I cannot express to you enough how excited I am about this. So when I first started listening to podcasts, um, there was a few different podcasts that I started listening to. One of them was called, one of them is called The Bubble Hour, and it's, um, it is a recovery podcast, and, but it's for, like, women, you know, and, um, it was so awesome to hear all of their stories, and to be able to, like, relate to a lot of it, and I don't know, I just really like that podcast, so that's in my rotation of podcast, um, along with um, a few others that I really liked, but I reached out to the Bubble Hour, um, to Jean, and she's the host of the Bubble Hour, and, you know, pretty much just, you know, said, hey, like, I I would love to participate on your podcast, Um, you know, I think that, my experience, strength, and hope could be, you know, helpful to others, blah, 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 whatever, and so, y'all, when she replied back to my message, I was jumping with joy, I was like, this is so freaking cool, like, I cannot wait, I cannot wait, so, um, we're gonna be doing that, um, podcast episode in May, on May 2nd, so I don't know how fast she releases those episodes, but I promise you, when she does I will make sure you have all the information that you need to listen to that podcast so look out for that and um, I mean that's it so far and if I get any I did reach out to other podcasters so if I get any other leads on like being a participant on any other podcast I will be sure to let you know but May 2nd. The Bubble Hour, I will be participating in that podcast, so keep an eye out on that episode to come soon. Also, you guys, I really, really, really need your help. So, Mother Arthur has, I think, like, 89 likes, and so far, we're kind of at, like, a point where we're not... Going, we're not moving any further than that. Like, I, I'm not getting as many followers as I would have hoped for, and um, I think that all has to do with just like you know keeping things consistent. Um, but I also do feel like it, it is helpful if my listeners like share um, my podcast to their friends and family. Um, so. If you would love to help me out, I would so greatly appreciate it. Um, If you are friends with me on Facebook or if you liked um, Mother Where Art Thou's Facebook page, please, please, please share that to your friends and family so we can get more ears out, out there to listen to our podcast. Um, and spread mental awareness, mental illness aware- awareness and addiction awareness. Um, you know, cause truly deep down underneath, um, Mother Where Art Thou and everything is, is my mission of spreading awareness. On mental illness and addiction you know this podcast is for moms of all walks of life but most importantly like moms that deal with mental illness and addictions of some kind um so please 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 if you can please share it but I think that's it. I think that's all I have for you guys. Thank you again for listening to Mother Where Art Thou. And we look forward to posting other episodes and hearing from you guys. Because I really would love to hear from you. And I'm going to keep bugging you until you email me. So just get used to that part. <laughs> Alright, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.